0: and scholars you
1: are listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com
0: do you want more pleasure in your life this episode is sponsored by our friends at back to the body are you curious about arousal struggling with your sexual self image or genital self-esteem are you looking for a sisterhood where you can talk about all this If you are ready to prioritize your sexual wellness, check out Back to the Body. Our sponsor, Back to the Body, is a sexual wellness retreat for women. Back to the Body hosts immersive week-long retreats that transport women to nurturing, non-judgmental environments. The new Back to the Body sexual wellness quiz for women is a chance to learn what your unique obstacles are to sexual wellness, like what do you want, what's holding you back, and how you can overcome those barriers. You will leave knowing the next best steps and what services are out there to support you. Learn what your unique obstacles are to sexual wellness today by taking Back to the Body's sexual wellness quiz for women. Visit backtothebody.org to take the quiz. Unlock your radical path to holistic wellness. That's backtothebody, B-A-C-K-T-O-T-H-E-B-O-D-Y, backtothebody.org, and you can take the free sexual wellness quiz for women now. The link is in the episode's description, plus there's a special discount code there for their retreats. Now to the episode. Sluts and Scholars is a podcast produced by Sluts and Scholars Media, LLC. It is a shame-free educational podcast made for your entertainment and informational desires only. The podcast, any opinions we share, and any resources, including social media and emails from us, are not therapy, medical care, or professional advice, and do not create a patient-client relationship. None of the information, opinions, suggestions, resources, or exercises mentioned in this podcast should be used without clearance from your healthcare provider. All opinions, information, and ideas expressed by the guests are solely their own. If you need emergency mental health or medical help, please call 911 or 988 or go to your nearest emergency center. We hope you enjoy the show. You might be surprised to be hearing me so soon because it is not Thursday, but I wanted to give y'all a special treat this week, a bonus episode. This chat was recorded with my good friends at the Double Teamed Podcast, Cammie and Nikki. Uh, In this episode, we talk all about fantasies and exploring why we fantasize about a variety of things and experiences that we wouldn't perhaps normally want in the real world. We each share our own fantasies and they range from blood and vampires to pregnancies and harems and even sex with ghosts. Check out more of the Double Team podcast, and don't forget to leave us both five-star reviews. Hope you enjoy this bonus.
1: It really does actually sound like a dolphin. <laughs> okay, we're still live. We're still live. We're still <laughs> live. Welcome back, Double Team Theme. <laughs> coming down right now <laughs> how how are we doing today i almost said it but she always says it so it sounded weird the second i started um, it anyways uh welcome back we're recording on a sunday which is very unusual for us but we brought back our beloved and my pers- my favorite person to hug nicoletta heidecker from Sluts and From Scholars. From Scholars or Therapy with Nicoletta. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Excited to be back. And we're gonna have this, I think, on my show too. So
1: Yeah. So. And today I was informed that we're gonna be doing free therapy. Free therapy. <laughs> yes. So I told Miko I really just scheduled this um as a as a form to have a three a free therapy session <laughs> with her. Um but I will pay your retainer at the end if, if needed, you know. But yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm. You're working up a credit. I'll send the invoice at Perfect. the end of the month. Thank you. I'll see if my insurance covers it. Oh wait, I left my job. Never mind. Okay.
0: Well, I was telling you before. It's so funny because because I'm a therapist. Like when my friends or colleagues or whomever like invite me on the podcast, like there's a lot of you know I'm a sex therapist too. But I find that people once they know you're a therapist, like. Mm-hmm they start asking therapy questions. And so I end up being like the person on the podcast who makes all of my hosts like think too much or cry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like I'm fun too guys. Like, you know, we can talk about sex, but um
1: that'll be my goal. See well, if we I'm can down can do today. both. Yeah. I'm down to do both. <laughs> I'm down to cry. I need a good cry probably actually. That's why I really like I love my my therapist friends, but I always feel bad like when I hang out with you or when I hang out with our other friend Hannah who's a therapist because I'm just there like Actually, I have questions. (laughs) I'll see my other therapist next week. Um, We were actually happy uh, happy to be there for it. We were actually at brunch this morning, and uh, our friend that we were having a conversation with, he asked a question, and I was like not even my therapist has gone this far. How did you figure it out? Oh, I was I like, know. oh my God. What That's- was the question about Um, what part of our identity is attached to? No, our- no, no, no. He was like, what about abandonment scares you? Like what part of your identity does it challenge? Whoa. And I was like, "Shit." I-, I sat there for a moment and I was like, this is going to unlock a whole new... <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have to friends. to report back because I'm like, I gotta think about this. I gotta journal about this. I gotta ask my therapist about this. See what she thinks because I don't know. Yeah, it sounds deep. It is deep. I'm seeing Melinda this week. We have a shared a shared therapy person. She's yes. great. Yes. So Nico recommended to me. My, oh, is it okay if we call you Nico? Yeah. Okay. Um, recommended to me my uh, my current. Somatic therapist. So we share a therapist.
0: Actually, full circle. I think we talked about somatic therapy last time I was on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah you're yeah, such yeah. a good
1: girl. You did your homework. Oh, Thank you. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> the way she you're said a good that, girl too. I was like, oh my God. I am <laughs> <failed."> <laughs> Okay, so today we wanted to talk about and actually this this subject has been coming up a lot for me too. So I'm really excited to dig in. We're gonna talk about fantasies. And you're actually I was going to say you're the one person that's made me feel a lot more comfortable with like exploring my fantasies recently. <sighs> every time yeah. I'm like no, you no, I should. Yeah, you and Dej. I'm like every time I'm like no, no, I shouldn't think about this and I'm like, you know what? Nico said it's okay and just to like let it be. And I was like, okay. And then I go with it and I'm like, oh, this is hot. So, Ooh. yeah. Should we go around and say our like current Fan, like
0: yes okay fantasies. so everyone
1: three fantasies go around the room I think you're gonna be really surprised by mine and this is why I wanted to get into it because they surprise me too okay who wants to start
0: I'll start no okay. you start okay okay well people who listen to my show are not gonna be surprised by this one because I feel like everything is about aliens no. all the time <laughs> so I well, luckily, because I'm a sex therapist, I feel like I've been able to, like, have a lot of my actual fantasies happen in real life, which yeah. is really fucking cool. And, um, and the ones that I don't want to happen that are just my fantasies, I get to stay that way. Mm-hmm. right? But the ones that I actually want to act on, I've been able to do a lot of them as they pop up. Nice. Um, and the ones that I, like, haven't been able to do are ones that, like, maybe can't necessarily happen, which maybe... Maybe they can aliens, <laughs> um, but it's like <laughs> anything around aliens, vampires, ghosts, okay, like otherworldly entities, and so. I had a friend who actually helped me kind of get to the bottom of, like, why this is a fantasy that I like. And it's not because of the tentacles. Um, so some people who like aliens are into, like, the tentacle porn. Like, they like and the— And are you into that? I, I'm not not into it, but it's not really, like, my
1: shtick. It's not really my thing. So when you think about alien sex, what what excites you about it?
0: Um, it's the same thing as the, the vampires and the ghosts. It's, like, that I'm the special chosen girl, Right. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that I'm the most special girl in the world that gets to be chosen by this like superhuman entity that doesn't have like human issues, um, and I'm obviously the best. And out of all the humans, they were like, she's the hottest and the best and the smartest and the, all the things. The I love yeah. this. And so I'm the most special. And then they, you know, take me with them wherever. There's and so, a whole
1: like yeah. trope. Mm-hmm. of fantasy fiction about this. Keep going. Oh, send me more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. It's, it's about like the specialness. I think there's this like kink in the being special, the chosen, yeah, the absolutely. chosen one. And
1: especially like, since you practice non-monogamy and you're kind of very open about like, you know, I, I know you and your partner are, are have more of a hierarchical, like primary kind of situation, but you're still like non-monogamous or open. Um, If that's how you want to identify, I don't know what terms you use, but like, you know, monogamish, monogamish. okay, thank you. (laughs) Um, So it's like, you're, you're chosen, but not necessarily, but it's still open enough to where like, you know, there's, there's still other people in the mix. And so I feel like, you know, for a lot of, at least for me, you know, I have definitely found myself like wanting that kind of like chosen aspect as well, because I have that like kind of open laissez-faire. I don't know if you relate to that at all, but like, for me, that's like, I love the idea of someone, like, being obsessed with only me, but then I'm like, right. that's too much. But then it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but I think I want to hear y'all's fantasies,
0: too, but, like, I think this brings up a good point, is that, like, we don't always want our fantasies to be reality. Exactly. And yeah. I think they can shed light on things that we're working on. Yeah. And. I mean, I like when people get curious about their fantasies, but I think we have to, like, be cautious of getting into, like, well, why are you into that, right? Because then it has this judgment of, like, if you work on it enough or that there's, like, something wrong with you and if you figure it out, then you're not going to like this thing anymore, Mm
1: -hmm. which is, like,
0: totally okay to like and I think it can be helpful to like be curious about where that comes from to like shed light on your shadow self. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, when I'm practicing non-monogamy, I know I can't be everyone's or not even non just with friends, with career, with whatever. I know I can't be the most special person to everyone all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. And there's like a dark part there that I get to kind of like look at and unravel and be like, what? is what the fuck's going on here? Like mm-hmm. what trauma? Yeah, and, and not that fantasies are always rooted in trauma, but I do think a lot of us like eroticize our struggles because it's a way to find a corrective experience to be healing. Yeah, And so I feel like if I can sort of make that interest or that fantasy, something that can be healing for me, I'm able to almost practice a little bit of like sex magic, so to speak to like, feel special and feel confident in my fantasy life Mm -hmm. that hopefully will then get translated to the rest of my life. this is
1: why i love having you exactly. I, I wish i i wish i could have you as my therapist but like i know it's a conflict of interest but i well, like, you you, all, you get to have me as your free i know, friend. but you're like so amazing and there I'm needs just to like, be
0: a word for that like friend Friendopist. Friend <laughs> friend. <laughs> write in and tell us your
1: best word for
0: a free therapist that's your friend that friend. you can't actually
1: I hire like friendapist but we could we could explore some yeah around. that one okay. sucks wait so are your three fantasies all three in? all three aliens <laughs> okay the aliens or, the aliens vampires and ghosts Okay, vampires. I love bit so like that would be like, oh the biting too oh yeah. my god that'd be a huge well, yeah because with otherworldly entities
0: comes otherworldly sex right yeah like oh, they've yeah. got the key to some funky shit that yeah. like and no one here knows vampires how. have the strength that right mental and so energetic they're like, and the
1: strength yeah yeah so my favorite books when i was you know a lot more into reading with fantasy fiction um i love 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 vampire anything vampire uh-huh. like whether it was reverse harem or just like an urban fantasy or a high fantasy but anything that included vampires i was just all over vampires and werewolves and i just you know like the high speed the did body. you watch true blood I, no i didn't actually we watched vampire diaries and um what was the other one okay well
0: vampire diaries great classic yeah wait yeah. wait S- stefan or damon? damon yeah uh oh
1: damon 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 <laughs> Yeah. Wait. Okay. So what are your fantasies? Okay. So here are, okay. Here are the three of the current fantasies I've had in like the recent or the recent past, I guess. Um, one, I got my therapist face on. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." yeah. So one, I, I fantasize a lot about, um, having sex with my ex's best friend. Mm. oh okay nice (laughs) the second one i fantasize about my uh boyfriend getting me pregnant interesting third i fantasize about having three dudes that just absolutely fucking worship me and only date me and we just have like this unit Uh uh-huh i don't know nice they just like follow me around and they're like my three little harem dudes okay so before
0: we like unpack the curiosity can we just be like that sounds hot that's valid that's great
1: I and, love it. You know, especially with the last one with the three dudes, I think that definitely comes from me reading Reverse Harem and just having like this fantasy. Yeah, because
0: sometimes, I mean, sometimes there isn't a why.
1: You're just like, I fucking like it. It yeah, would feel good. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, fucking I fucking like I, it. I fucking I, like it. I don't I have read, a reason for liking Knife Play, okay? I just like it. I read so many books where it was Reverse <laughs> Harem books where it's just like the, the heroine and her harem of dudes, and it just sounded so nice and loving and supportive, and I love the way they all made her feel so fucking special. So it's back That's to the special. <laughs> and it, it goes back to the special. Yeah, it does. Do you want me to unpack the fantasy? Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, so yeah, the first, the it. first one. You said your ex's best, best friend. friend. Best friend. How do you feel about your ex? I miss him. You miss him. How do you feel about his new partner? I don't know. Wait, if he has a new partner. Oh, who did you say his? Your ex's. My ex's best friend. His oh, best your friend. ex's best friend. Okay. Yeah. What was your relationship with this person?
1: So I and I had like a. I don't know. Like we kind of like flirted in person a few times, mm-hmm. and I just always found him really hot. And so, like, I and always, would your ex have been okay with you hooking up with his best friend? Oh, probably not. <laughs> okay, so it's so like a taboo. taboo. I was going to say it's the taboo. <laughs> a threesome with them would have been hot, I think. um, If they were both, I can't imagine your ex doing a threesome. Exactly. That's so. Yeah. Do you think you act if you had the
0: opportunity? Would you actually do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that's the thing too is like when I work with clients, it's figuring out, is this something you actually want to act on? Right? Is this something that like feels like such a desire that you need to act on it? And I think unfortunately a lot of people like connote fantasy with um, behavior. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who have fantasies that they never want to act on, whether they're like not yeah. legal or harmful or whatever, or, or you just don't actually want them to happen. Cause you're like, Oh, it's probably not going to be the same yeah. Yeah. as it is in my head. And well, so if you decide you want to do the fantasy, some of it is like being a little realistic about some things. Right.
1: And let, yeah. And let uh, on that note, let me backtrack. I would do it. Except the only thing is like, for example, with my ex, we just, especially kind of towards the end of our relationship and throughout a good chunk of it, we did not have the best sex life. So when I, would I, would I do it? Yeah, I would do it just to try it. And when I say- But when you fantasize, you think of when it was better, probably. Exactly. Yeah. And when I say I miss my ex, I really miss like the friendship there more than anything. I'm not sexually attracted to him anymore. Mm -hmm. But like, I still like, I mean, I fantasize about his friend. So, but I, that fantasy kind of, after a while, I was just like, you know, I I let it go in my head for a little bit and then I was like, okay, I'm good. And then I kind of released it after- a little bit but yeah. Well,
0: that's what can happen sometimes. I think a lot of people worry that if you fantasize about it that it's going to like make it worse, but I think sometimes it can like release it if it's something you decide not to do because you're like I get to kind of orchestrate this in my head. I forgot what author it was, but there was a quote that was like fantasy is the original theater of the mind. And so you get to like have this experience yeah. in your head, you get to control it, you get to have it be however you want it to be, you get to do it over as many times as you want, you get to feel how you want to feel. Like it can be very corrective and you're in charge. Exactly. so it can be whatever you want and then in reality it might not be that right you might be like oh this is the shitty sex we had at the end of our relationship and why we broke up but in yeah. your mind it can exactly be whatever in you my want. mind
1: it's like it's it's good again in mm-hmm. my mind it's good again yeah. you know the thing about releasing it reminds me of i when i hired this artist to commission a piece of my boobs like years ago nice and um i i <sighs> This man was so fucking hot. I fantasized so hard about him. He lives in Germany. I never met him, and we only talked on Facetime once. Whenever like the painting delivered, otherwise the rest of it was just like messaging back and forth. Yeah, beautiful human being. One night he got like really spicy, and uh, he like sent me like videos of him like stroking himself, and I sent him nudes and stuff. And like, oh, it was so Ooh, hot. so there was some some spicy Oh, there, there definitely was. I wrote, and I kid you not, like a literal like half a book. <laughs> over like 30,000 words of like what I wanted this like whole thing to look like with him. Are you going to share it? Are you going to publish it? Can we read some? No, no, no. no, no. Did you delete it? No, I didn't delete it. It's still on your computer. Oh, thank God. It's out there somewhere. It's out there somewhere. But anyways, I literally wrote like over, yeah, 30,000 words. I think it was. To send to him? No. And like, I hadn't even gotten to the point in that, in the book yet where we had sex didn't even get that far and then all of a sudden I was like I'm done I'm ready to let it go really and I just what do you think what was the 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 moment released it and like never never looked back on it again and actually I should go back and read it because I thought it was really cute and I love the story that I was creating but yeah wait hold on I want to are we done with there uh, yeah, you can continue to your... Okay, I your... wanted to unpack my second one. Oh, yes. Because I feel like every single time I start a new relationship, I fantasize about having their children. And I think that's my anxious attachment style.
0: Because mm, the, do you think that there's this fantasy that like children would lock them in or something?
1: Probably. Not. I mean, a lot of people have like a breeding kink. Is it something like that? I have a breeding kink. I yeah. love, 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 love getting... Come inside of, but he can't come inside me because he's married. So, um, and that's like a rule for them. Totally understandable. Yeah. So he comes in my ass. What do you but, when you think of come? Like, what does it represent to you? Does it
0: represent power? Does it represent like a part of you? Does it represent um, just like a, a nasty thing you like to have?
1: Like, what is it? My God, Nico, you know just the questions to ask. What <laughs> like, is wait, a, What does come? That represent? is a great question. What does come represent for me? Because when I <laughs> these are those deep therapist questions. <laughs> So when, for example, my ex and I, he would come inside me all the time, every time, mostly. Uh Um, And sometimes when he came, that would make me come at the same time.
0: Yeah. Um, So it's like, I desire you so much.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. I guess like, I just like to know that they're like filling me with themselves. Like they're, Uh. they're. A piece of them goes inside me. That you get and to have with you forever and never and have to say goodbye to. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what cum means to me. And I just, I know my boyfriend listens to the pod. So please, babe, I'm sorry. I really, we don't, need, we're not having kids. Don't you worry. If, if, if I got... well, But again, I think people feel like they have to
0: defend themselves when they have a fantasy. Like, don't worry, I don't want this. And again, I think it's, sometimes we want it, but like... All fantasies are welcome. I don't know if anyone listening, have y'all watched, um, fuck, what is that show? Big Mouth? No. No. Uh, okay, would recommend, but uh, there's a scene where like one of the the characters in it is like learning about how to masturbate and he's like, a ma- like all these random ass fucking things just pop in when he's experiencing like his desire. It's like the clock, his friend's mom, like Mrs. Butterworth, like all these like random fucking images, the cat clock, like, and, and it's just like- <laughs> Like a dream. Yeah, <laughs> well it just, it doesn't, they're all popping in like while he's masturbating and you're just like, what the fuck is that? Like I think it's okay to have these things and, and it's- It sucks sometimes we have to feel like we have to defend ourselves of, like,
1: I don't actually want that. Yeah. Right? But sometimes, like, I'll go through the fantasy of, like, you know, being pregnant with someone's kid and me thinking, like, you know, like, waddling around with them and they're holding my hand and we're, like, one big happy couple or whatever. And then, like, it's, like, it's usually the part where it gets to the birth and I'm, like, I think it's, like, this you know, really lovey-dovey scene. They're holding yeah. me, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, the, the fantasy stops. I'm like, actually, never mind.
0: <laughs> so- well, so the interesting thing is that our brain often doesn't know the difference between fantasy and reality. Oh, God! <laughs> and so there there's other parts where we can sort of, like, figure out. And, and to be honest, to, to be clear, like, I don't know as much of the science about this as I would like, so I wish I could get, like, even nerdier about it. But it's basically... Um, This is something I learned in doing like trauma therapy. So when you're having like trauma therapy experiences, like in somatic experiencing, there are ways to sort of fantasize in your whole being of like feeling safe or like fantasize about um, the way you wish something had gone to have that sort of corrective experience. And so your body sometimes does not differentiate in the experience between fantasy and reality. And so if you can like really feel a fantasy, your body can almost sort of place that in its like memory bank of like this thing happened. Uh, And the same is true for closure. It can be. Yeah. The same is true for negative stuff. Right. Like have there, has there ever been a time where you thought something really bad would happen and then it didn't, but it's still like in you as if it like happened. Yeah. Like when something, maybe a car almost hit you or something. Right. Yeah. And so it's like that. But you can have this on the nice side of things too, where if you can like really embrace in like a full sensory way, the fantasy that you have, it can sort of get coded as like, this is a thing that happened. And I think that's why a lot of people can get a lot of relief from things like somatic experiencing therapy because you're able to like have these corrective things. And so I don't know if you've shared this on the show before, but like, so tell me to stop if not, but you've mentioned that you don't don't have an interest maybe in having children in real life. Yeah. Um same. <laughs> and maybe there's a part of you potentially that might be interested in that, but you don't actually want to have it in real life, but it's kind of like maybe grieving this other life. Yeah. You know. And so yeah. you kind of get to have parts of this experience without really having it in the physical world. Oh,
1: I love that. I, yeah, and, and sometimes when I I, I like the part where you said about the the negative, where uh-huh. it's like you think it happened, but it didn't. because I Yeah, feel like and that's, it's like
0: incomplete and your body's like holding on to the tension.
1: That's the type of anxiety I have. Mm-hmm. My mind will make up scenarios and then just be like, this happened, it's happening, it's about to happen. And then it's like, and then I freak the fuck out. Yeah. And and it does that's the same thing. Yeah. That's uh-huh. how I end up like, you know, I don't know, self-sabotaging, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I... God, that is so much to think about. The, com- well, yeah, I the do- coming
0: inside thing is interesting, though. And again, it doesn't have to mean something. It doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be good, bad, or whatever. But I am hearing that there's this component of like, I want to eat you (laughs) in some way shape or form and this is like a way where I can take you in yeah and like have you there and you desire me and it like gets to be there consuming yeah Yeah.
1: consuming and just like it's like this feeling of just like I just want to like just have them in just like Uh uh, I just I need like to touch like their every being yeah and like that's that's how I love Mm -hmm. is I just I feel like I need to just be a part of them and, um, a lot of times, like, especially when it comes to, to sex, like, that's what cum means to me. Like they're in me. They're we're a, part a part of each of other. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And you absorb it. So like cells exchange, you know, uh-huh. um, well, yeah. hold on before we move on to your last fantasy. Cause that well, while we're on the topic of pregnancy fantasies, that's mine <sighs> lately that I, or one of the big ones that, well, we already I, unpacked my third, so we can move on to yours. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So for, for me, um, Probably the number one fantasy that I have most recently. You met Calvin at the show, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, so I bro- ended things with him recently, whatever the fuck we had. Yeah. Anyways. Take and breath like, over here. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, um, even before I ended things with him, one of my biggest fantasies has been, like, I just, like, envisioned this future where, like, I'm pregnant and we're like on a beach and he's fucking me and it's amazing and I'm like bronze and like all cute with a little belly and like and then the birthing thing same thing again where it's like he's holding me and it's dramatic and it's like loving and then we have like the most adorable little daughter and like you know we have this like weird dynamic where you know like it's not it's not monogamous and but we have a daughter and we like love each other but it's not like romantic and that's the, the part that like gets me. I'm yeah. like, you know. Yeah, how does how does it make you feel? Well, <laughs> A, I'm like, I don't want kids. I, but I even like, I remember the other day I, I told Kami when we were like at a spa, like I don't want children. I've never, I've, I've had pregnancies before and I, you know, mm-hmm. and um, didn't follow through with them, with people that I loved deeply. So it's like, you know, you would have thought like, that's who, what I would have like fantasized about having kids with, but no, instead mm-hmm. it's like this person that, you know, I didn't even have a relationship with. We were just friends with benefits. yeah, And, um, and then also it's like, I told Kim the other day, I was like, well, maybe when I'm like 37, I'll want like a little girl. Cause I think that would be so adorable. And the thing that comes to mind is when we were in Hawaii with Calvin, our friend was there, or one of my friends, mutual friends was there with like his little daughter. She was the most adorable thing. And like Calvin and I were both watching her. And he was like, I remember he like told me, he was like, I think it's going to be so fun. Like, you know, having a little kid someday. And like, I just, when I looked at her, I was like, I want like a daughter with you. And I'm like, why? And like, I don't and I used to, like, fight it. Yeah. I used to be like, this is wrong. I do not need to be thinking about this. Like, stop. But like, the more you're... you fight it, it has a backfire effect. Absolutely. Because the more I obsess you. over it. And so now I'm like... Well, this is why there needs
0: to be some permission to fantasy. It doesn't mean permission to, like, act on things that could harm somebody. But, yeah, like, trying to control your fantasies is like trying to tame a T-Rex. Like, it's just <laughs> not... <laughs> fucking a, yeah, exactly. So if you say no
1: it's going to come back with a vengeance. So that's why lately I'm like, okay, I need to just like, let myself like play this out and like see it through in my mind, obviously, and not shame myself for it and not like start questioning, like the whole like pregnancy and children thing. And instead just like go with it. I do have a breeding kink. Mm -hmm. And um, one of my partners um, that did impregnate me, I remember like after, you know, everything was done and I was no longer pregnant, I would have, like, every time we had sex, I would just sit there and think, like, oh, my God, how amazing would it be right now if i was like you know bred again but i didn't want to go through that Mm. again i didn't want to like go through the pregnancy and all of that again like so it was very it was like i felt so guilty in the middle of sex and like it would take me Mm. out of it completely because here i am like having sex and like i just want to be bred by this guy again and i really you know liked him but bread in like the kink not the yes 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 but it's like but he had bred me in the actual way so it's like i got that You got pregnant. Yeah. And then it's so it's like, uh, I just don't get it. And I'm trying to like get to a better place with it. But it's like, why is it that my fantasies revolve around the one thing that I ended a marriage over? I've been very adamant about. Yeah. And like, um, you know, I've always been so like set on. I don't get it.
0: Well, I wonder... Well, firstly, to me this makes me think of when people have like force fantasies or rape fantasies. Oh. Okay. Um, not in the that it's in the same vein, but a lot of people who have experienced um coercive sex or like rape or non consensual mm-hmm. experiences, they will have fantasies about non-consensual experiences. Um, and so there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, it's mostly to like have a corrective experience, right? Where you, or or sometimes if you're not maybe unpacking it, it's like reliving the trauma. Like you're trying to figure out how to have a corrective experience. Yeah, Almost like, how do I describe this? Like if you have maybe someone from your past, like a caregiver or a parent or whomever that like you had a, an experience with. Sometimes we will then choose partners who have similar features because we're like trying to work something out, Mm
1: -hmm. but we like
0: end up choosing the same kind of person and it Mm -hmm. doesn't get worked out and it it can feel like too cyclical.
1: Is my body trying to work out my old pregnancies? I don't know. It could
0: be trying to work something out, but sometimes we're like trying to work something out. Sometimes we're trying to like find the, the good feeling of something that had some negative feelings. Um, other times, maybe there's parts of it that like we wish could have happened in an alternate universe
1: or another, another life. Yeah. Um, I think there can be lots of reasons. Because like, I remember when you were talking to Kami about her pregnancy kink and you said like, maybe it's like a piece of them that you want to hold on to. I'm like, not necessarily because like, you know, at least in my previous yeah, that one's not yours. Yeah, huh? I don't like that. I or I, in in the previous pregnancies, I never wanted to hold on to like a piece of them necessarily. Yeah, or at least not in that way. But I'm like, with Calvin, is that different? Is it with him? You know, that well, I, I guess want- same question. Like when you think of pregnancy
0: or having a baby, like what does that represent to you? Is it commitment? Is it like you know holding them down? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess is it, is it commitment? Is it
1: someone like? really loving you in a certain kind of way is it um see i don't know because like every time i honestly when i think about like the the fantasy stops at like when the kid is like four and then i'm like i don't want then it's done after that yeah (laughs) because i think little kids are so cute but like that you know that's when the cute phase ends and then you gotta like teach them how to be adults yeah um so that that's where the fantasy stops for sure but um That's the thing. Uh, Children has never, if anything, children has uh, like, I've all often associated that with like when people try to overcompensate for their issues in a marriage, they'll have kids because they think it'll fix everything. And now Mm. they have like something holding them together. So I've always looked at it as like you shouldn't have kids if it's not like a thousand percent sure that like you guys have a solid foundation and like a That's your logical mind though. And so
0: often our fantasies
1: I think are kind of our more animalistic mind, like our
0: more of our like lizard brain. Lizard brain. I don't know if your like animalistic brain is like logically, blah blah blah, (laughs) or if it's like you know, it's more it's more animalistic (laughs) oftentimes, I think. Hey, Slutty Scholars. Remember, the more you support the advertisers, the more you support the podcast. And I like to advertise things that I hope will help you find more pleasure in your life. This episode is sponsored by Back to the Body. Back to the Body is a sexual wellness retreat for women. Do y'all remember my episode with Pamela Madsen? Well, if you haven't listened yet, we talk about my awesome experience at one of her retreats. Honestly, my week at the Back to the Body retreat was pleasurable, fun, connected. It was one of the best gifts I have given myself in a long time and so worth it. Pamela and her team at Back to the Body use their expertise to guide you through a transformative whole body healing journey that's individually tailored to fit your specific needs. To find yourself, just bring your body. The new Back to the Body Sexual Wellness Quiz for Women is a chance to learn what your unique obstacles are to sexual wellness. Learn what those are by taking Back to the Body Sexual Wellness Quiz for Women. Visit backtothebody.org to take the quiz. Unlock your radical path to holistic wellness. That's backtothebody, B A C K T O T H E B O D Y, backtothebody.org. And you can take the free Sexual Wellness Quiz for Women now. The link is in the episode's description.
1: Plus, I left y'all a
0: little special discount code for their retreats
1: i do think i like the primal aspect of like the the primal aspect of like being the m- mother or like the child bear if that yeah. makes sense yeah i do think that is is something that i like especially like like I said, how a would lot people of as- how
0: would people view you differently if you were
1: a mother I probably wouldn't be able to like do. You're have- asking some deep questions. I know. I'm know. already like, I need a whole day to process. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you know, I gotta answer. come up with this on the spot. I'm just I like- think- Well,
0: and again, like I said, I think none of this is like good, bad, whatever, but I do think fantasy and dreams and things can help sort of create a dialogue for like looking at our unconscious. Um, and that's the part that I think can be, can be fun sometimes can also just be like clarifying um, or just like interesting to learn more about yourself.
1: I got it my response. And as like, it came to me and it like instantly made a few things at least make sense for me. Um, I look at being a mother the same way that I looked at being a wife. It felt like a cage. Mm. It felt like the, when being a wife to my ex-husband, I felt like I had to suddenly like conform to like society's like, you know, standards and like viewpoints and like gu- criteria for what a wife is supposed to look like. Ah, so and it's I feel like, like being restricting, a, restricting, Yes, because I'm like, I didn't want to be a normal wife. I wanted to be non-monogamous. I wanted yeah. to like go get shit faced and like have, you know, yeah. a threesome when I wanted to and like not worry about it. And yeah. you know, I'm wearing thong bathing suits and like not giving a shit if someone else is looking at me. But you if know? you can now experience
0: pleasure from like if, if the idea of being restricted feels upsetting to mm-hmm. you and now instead you've sort of re-narrated it to be like, I can now get pleasure from this idea of being caged who's in charge of it now. I'd have to really do a lot of work to reframe that for myself. No, but I think like you have the key to it now, right? No,
1: I do have the key to it, but I think it would like take a lot for me because I've thought about it before and I've talked about it on the pod as well. So like our listeners know where I'm like, I don't know that I would want to be someone's wife again because of those like, titles and like yeah. they are those like criteria and restrictions that come with being a wife and I think it's the same thing with being a mother because like yeah. guess what if I ever did have children I'm not gonna stop raving I'm not gonna stop you know going, going to sexy on parties little trips going on sex parties doing maybe whatever that's the, the best fuck, type of mom you could be yeah doing whatever the fuck I want maybe
0: more moms need to go do that <laughs> right
1: I mean like yes I would be a responsible parent and I would want to make sure that go like I, to I, good mom's bad choices right no right no I look up to Mila and uh-huh. um, Erica, Erica. I I always want to say Emily, but I'm thinking of multi memory yeah. <laughs> Um, I look up to Erica and me no, like, but that's
0: what I'm saying. They I embody think, what I would, but you're how saying I would be these are things
1: that I don't like. These are things yeah. I don't
0: want to feel, but then you're creating a pleasure experience with these kind of like negative connotations. Yeah. So you're sort of gaining your power back by being like, that's not a thing I actually want in real life. And so I'm going to like create a pleasure experience around it. So I can be a little more like in charge of it does that make sense so you're changing your relationship with it to be like this thing that society puts on you of like being caged where you're like i'm gonna fucking take it back and i'm gonna come to it
1: yeah does that make sense i like that yeah (laughs) that helps too no but i i I think that's one of the things that's always like scared me the most about like not only does childbirth scare the absolute fucking living shit out of you but also, like I've never wanted to fall into the box that is being a mother. Mm. And so and I love my life right now. I love like the freedom that I have. I get to do whatever the fuck I want. I'm twenty I'm twenty-nine years old and I like, you know, don't have anything, you know. Yeah, I know we're all gonna be down. going on
0: swingers cruises when we're like 50,
1: 60. 60 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, get these hags out of here. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're like, not we're never hey! leaving. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, so it's like, and, and, and if I did ever have children, like it wouldn't stop me. I would not let that stop me from like what I do now. And I think that's the thing is that like, I, I have this like idea that it would. So then I'm like, no, but at the same time, like I've also just never felt the need to have, but children. that's what you're doing now is you're saying like,
0: I'm not letting those thoughts and feelings stop me. And yeah. I'm going to like experience pleasure with this. Yeah
1: exactly you know so maybe that is what maybe that is what it
0: is I don't know well and I after the fantasies I guess it's a good question for all of us like Mm. how do you all feel after you like fantasize about it
1: like, I want to go have Calvin impregnate <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, so for you, you're like, there's a part of you that wants to continue it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I but think- obviously we're done. So it's like, it's, you know, but I, I do wonder too, like if, if yeah. in a way, like I'm just wanting that closure from like the relationship that I never had with him, yeah. you know, but I just find it so weird that like it, it's like turned into this thing of like something that I never thought I would fantasize about because, you know, when you think about a fantasy, you've got a blank slate. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I could have a fantasy where it's just him and I traveling the world, you know, going to sex parties, having threesomes, like doing all the things that I could do now with him if we were in a relationship. But no, instead it's, we're having a daughter. He's fucking me on a beach. It's like a beautiful birthing experience where I'm like in his lap as like the baby's coming, you know, like all these things. And I'm just like, I I could, I could come up with literally anything. What the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) I could come up with literally anything. And I come up with the one, thing that I never thought I would fantasize about. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea how I feel after my fantasies. Yeah. Like, for example... Well, um, sorry to cut you off, but like, and then when, you know, when I told Kim the other day, uh I'm like, maybe at 37 I want, like, a little daughter because I think it'd be so cute. That's when I was like, I need therapy. (laughs) That's when I was like, this might not be a fantasy anymore, but like, but then... Well, then I guess that's a
0: good thing to maybe unpack, right, is like, is this something that I'm actually wanting or like, what are the things behind this? Well, and the
1: thing that I was thinking was, I feel like I'm betraying myself if suddenly I'm like, you know what, yeah. Hold on, your foot is moving the stand. my bad <laughs> you're fine Anyways, I just like see you teetering and I'm like are we cool if my feet are right here okay <laughs> I'm sorry am I'm do for free baby I'm getting real comfortable but and then that's when I told Kami that and I was thinking that I felt like yeah, I was have betraying. a lay down get comfortable do you want a blankie uh, yes actually no, but <laughs> I, I was like am I one. betraying am I betraying myself by like you know suddenly questioning the things that I do and do not want based on like these fantasies that I'm having and like the way that it makes me feel because it Mm. felt a little bit like a betrayal I'm like I literally ended it like I said I literally ended a marriage because I don't want children I have been very adamant about it for over a decade and now suddenly I'm like Thirty-seven, yeah, a daughter would be really cute. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? So I just don't like it. It's been throwing me through a loop, and I'm trying to give myself space to be like, nah, relax, live it out. It's fine. This doesn't mean you actually want this, and maybe it might be like that book that I started writing about the artist. Yeah, maybe a year from now, I'm gonna be like, maybe you out. write
0: your ch- yeah your children book. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, I also think it's important that we like name the real hormonal shifts that yeah. happen within us. You know, I think some people have more of that pull to motherhood and stuff where others of us don't but like there are still those real evolutionary hormonal things happening in our body that are saying like we must procreate i hadn't thought about that question
1: though since i have had pregnancies before do you think any of that rewires my hormones none of them made it past like six weeks
0: I mean, look, I can't say for certain. I think it's always good to like have people check on their hormones and like see how things are going. But I do think there are folks who have like abortion trauma or like womb trauma. I don't have any
1: trauma. Like I'm very at peace with all my decisions there. Um, yeah. and this is actually something new that my li- I've never admitted to this, this to my listeners. So I'm sorry if this was a lot, um, trigger warning, but yeah, like the, I never, I always, I was always very happy with my decisions. I felt very at peace with them. I never felt any sort of like connection or any like, you know, whatever, but like, and if anything, I didn't really enjoy being pregnant by any means. Um, <clears throat> your boobs hurt like hell and you're exhausted all the time. And that was only at five weeks. I'm like, shit, what do people feel at 38? You know, mm. but um, one of them was when you were really young. So, yeah, I was super young. And then, you know, the the process, like the postpartum that you get after and everything like that was uh, that was really hard in one instance where like I, I remember, you know, even Cammy was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, God. So I would never yeah. if you ever like actually got pregnant and like. Went through with it. I would. I told her I was like, I don't want to be near you for like four months. It was. Thanks. The, I'm gonna need you know. Four like, <laughs> no.
0: We'll live separately. I so just when she has that baby at 37, uh, exactly. you're not I'm gonna around. be living down the street. <laughs> no but way. I also think like sometimes logically we're like over it, but our body still has.
1: That's what I'm saying. Whenever you kind of something earlier, about it I'm like, maybe it's my body that's like because of like my my terminations that suddenly it's like well we want to live this out
0: look it it depends what you believe I mean I think there are some like medical hormonal things potentially we could look at but if you're someone who's like a spiritual person there's a book out there I think it's called like soul babies Mm. and it's about like connecting with the the, like soul of your unborn Mm -hmm. entities Um, so I do think like some people believe in that kind of stuff and, and sort of view it as grief I also think it's like a physical body thing that happens that like your body may hold on to. So there are folks who do things like Qigong or Reiki or stuff like that to kind of like clear and heal from like womb maybe I traumas um, of all kinds, you know? And so I also think in our culture, you know, there's this, belief that, like, if you have an abortion, that you're just, like, fine with abortion, Mm -hmm. right? That, like, it should be, like, if you're making the decision that it's, like, easy or something. Um, But for a lot of us who have had unwanted pregnancies and and had to, you know, terminate, it can still be a really hard experience. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I don't know, but I also think, you know, just evolutionarily getting to that age of, like, there's a part of you physically that, like, wants to do something with that. So, it's because I'm nearing
1: 30. Maybe. (laughs) Could be. But I I hate that it feels like a betrayal to like fantasize about it because I'm like, but then again, like, like I said, a year from now, it could be like, fuck that. What was up with, you know, and like never. I don't know. Yeah. But is it a
0: betrayal to like change what you what you want?
1: I don't think so. I mean, my ex did change his
0: mind, but, um, I think we're changing all the time and the things we like and that we desire and that we want and, and we don't stay the same um, all the time. And so I, I agree there, you know, there's lots of new desires and fantasies that like I come up with and it doesn't mean it's like a betrayal to what it was. It's like, maybe you're entering into a new thing and and that doesn't mean that this fantasy is like that you really
1: want to have children
0: right I hear that logically you're like that's not something I want
1: and I still don't necessarily feel connected to it and not only that but like and this is the part that I hate the most it's like I don't fantasize that uh, like there have only yeah is Calvin the one
0: that you fantasize about it or do you fantasize about like getting pregnant with other people
1: no so that's what is interesting. That's what, then that's. Then, I think it's ego. <laughs> you think it's what? Okay, ego. fuck off, Cameo. Okay, <laughs> it's always, when it comes to Calvin Nicky, it's always your fucking ego. It's well, always your ego. And I I, I had lately. genuine feelings for him, Camilla, and I genuinely cared for him. So like, I know, it, and your ego was really hurt that that didn't happen for some. Me. Sure, some of it was ego, but some of it was also that I really cared for him.
0: Can I offer an interpret? I don't know what you've talked about on the podcast, so I don't know if you want to cut this or not. No, no, no. But can I offer it. an interpretation? Let's hear it. I think you've shared with me that you felt like he never really like chose you. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, I don't know, this could be my own projection, but, like, when I think of, like, having a kid with someone, even though, of course, it doesn't actually mean that you're choosing someone because there are lots of people who impregnate people and then fuck off. Like I said earlier, yeah. And I think there's this assumption that, like, if someone's starting a life with you, that they see you a certain way. They see you as someone who could be the mother of their children. They see you as someone who, like, has the... um, They choose your future, whatever qualities or characteristics of someone they do want to start a future with or like someone that they're choosing. And so I am hearing that because it's with Calvin, like potentially there may be this feeling of like, this is this desire of like him choosing me.
1: Maybe, you know, I thought about that. What do you think? Does I hope it, he never does it. land? because he's gonna be like, I'm blocking this bitch and never talking <laughs> I, I mean, to her. I mean, I definitely,
0: I definitely. It's a fantasy, okay? Just don't a come over. It's just
1: a fantasy. I would definitely agree. Plus, with, we broke up. You know, probably that rationale because I feel like a lot of the times when I have when I have fantasies about yeah. a certain person impregnating me, it is always because of that future of that. I I do think that could be an aspect of it, but I don't know. It's just like it's, lately, I've been thinking a lot more. More about like my fantasies in general, because like I said, I felt very inspired one time when um I remember like we were talking about fantasies with Danny or something yeah. and you were like, I just roll with it or like I just keep like yeah. uh, I don't like censor myself and like Nadesha has said the same thing as like not to censor yourself. Yeah. And so I stopped trying to do that. But, like, I do still end up fighting it. And it's like, Mm. and it's just like, you know, the quote that you said about the original theater Mm -hmm. it's a blank slate. You're calling all the shots, you're making up the fantasy, the characters, the storyline, everything. You could choose whatever the fuck you wanted. And so. Well, but I guess when I say that, it's still some of it is unconscious, right? So, like,
0: exactly. You let these things, and that's not the thing to control. I think we can curate fun fantasies. And I don't know. It's, I, I feel like I'm sounding a little bit like. Um, contradictory here, mm. but like on one hand, we can't really control it, right? It's this unconscious thing that comes up in these ways that like we can't always control. Yeah, And certainly there's like fantasies that you can put mm-hmm. effort into like curating with yourself or with somebody else. But I think for the most part, they just like pop in.
1: Yeah. When I was younger, I used to fantasize all the time about like, it, I was I would just be in my own world in my head. I would just be like, Saving the world. I was a secret spy. I was, you know, yeah. having, you know, meetings with people and, mm-hmm. you know, doing all these things. And, you know, I, and you would just see me day to day. I don't know. I'd be running or walking or, you know, at your yeah. practice or whatever. But in my head, I was like curating this entire world of where I was a completely different person with all these different possibilities
0: yeah so some of us have
1: a really like rich internal world yeah but I, feel I, like, I do I feel, I feel like I do yeah. I feel like after a while I really got away from that like I don't fantasize that much anymore I'm trying um, to lean more into it recently because I'm the same way I, I like I got away from it and now I'm like trying to lean into it more to see like where it is that my mind takes me because I felt like for a long time, I kind of like stopped letting my mind run wild. Mm. And so, but a lot of, I think that happens to a lot of
0: us, right. Because like adults are things like tell us no. Yeah. You know, we kind of lose that like childlike wonderment. And I also think, and and y'all know if you listen to my show and if you listen to this show, like I'm a fan of porn, I'm a, we're a fans of erotica, like great entertainment. And I feel like a lot of us have become reliant on like external things to like do the work for us. Mm. And sometimes it's nice to have them as, like, a, a flame to start the fire, but I have tried to practice sometimes, like, self-pleasuring
1: without the, like, visual or audio stimuli, and it's hard. Just using your fantasy. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. I can't—I can barely get off without porn. Like, barely. Well, and look, there's nothing wrong with having it be one's most reliable
0: route to orgasm. Like, yeah. that's why it's there as a tool, because it does, like— And it can enhance things, but I have tried to practice with myself, like having times when I'm not doing that, not because there's anything wrong with it, but just to sort of like challenge the neural pathways of my mind to see like where it goes. And if I can kind of work that muscle without being
1: just reliant on that as like the only menu item. Exactly. I remember like the last time that I tried to uh, masturbate without porn and like just use my fantasy. Yeah. Um, it was so fun because I actually like got into a meditative state. Yeah. So I first like got into a meditative state before I like went like, cause normally when it, when it comes to porn, I just like, you know, find what I want, put my vibrator on my clit and call it a day. Right. And then I orgasm. But this time I was like, you know what? I'm to get into a meditative state. And then um, I was like, you know, in a field, in a garden. It's always a fucking garden, you know? (laughs) And there's like a river flowing anyways that the birds are chirping. And then it was like Callan and I having sex. And I remember we were like having bomb sex and it was like so good. And then this was at the time I was dating Jordan. And I remember like Jordan comes in and I was like, what are you doing here? And Calvin was like, no, 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 let him come here. And so (laughs) then it's the two of them like having their way with me. And it was like, yeah. And it was so hot and I came harder than I like ever have with porn. And I was like, and I, I remember thinking to myself after that, I was like, I should really like lean into my fantasies more for Uh like, for pleasuring myself because I feel like it's far more like gratifying mm-hmm. than just like pushing play and like watching whatever plays out. And like for, I, I guess it's more like the visual of of porn that is like gets me off. Um, well, yeah. And look, some of us need
0: different kinds of stimuli yeah, 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 based yeah, yeah. on like what our style is. Yeah. And I think it's worth like exercising those other muscles to like see what happens. It was
1: inspiring. I will say that. Yeah. Um Actually my, when we were just talking about something that reminded me of my second fantasy, what, what was the topic?
0: Shit. I'll have to go back and listen. Probably. What do you think would happen if you leaned more into the other fantasy you were describing? The threesome or the pregnancy, the, the pregnancy thing? Like if there was like no shame about it and no judgment, like what would happen? I
1: don't know. I'd have to think
0: about have it. Have you had a time where it was just like, you just really like fully went into it?
1: No, and I'm trying to... I, I know, easier said than done. I know, I told myself that I would actually give myself the space to, like um, like either write it out or like play it out while I'm masturbating so that like I can actually fully let myself go through it. It sounds
0: like you already know that like writing is a healing way of
1: doing Yeah. It. And like, I do. And I love writing about it. So, and that's what I'm saying. I was like, is it going to be like when I wrote about the artist and you know, like yeah. halfway through didn't even have sex in that damn book that I wrote and halfway through, I'm like, I'm
0: done. <laughs> well, here's you know? a, here's a cheesy thing to do with it, I think. And, and this just kind of like popped into my head, but would y'all say that you like to, I feel like I know the answer to this, but do you you like to curate fantasies for other people?
1: Yes. You do? Yeah, probably.
0: Like if someone's like, I have this desire, you're like, let's find a way to make this happen. Or yeah. like, you know, if you're like percent. performing at an event, you're like, I want to be this, you know, oh, or, yeah. or like make this happen. <gasps> and so I guess so my invitation Calvin said
1: that he wanted, like when Calvin and I saw that little girl and he was like, oh, it'd be so fun to... is that part of what?
0: Oh, not what I was getting at, but that if you resonate with that, that's interesting. Um, what I'm getting at is more of like a, I guess, like a self-love, self-parenting kind of thing mm-hmm. where like almost imagining that you're like fantasy is like a, a separate entity. Mm. um, or like a part of you, right? You could call it your shadow self. You could call it your unconscious. You could call it your animalistic self. You could call it your younger self. You could call it your kinky best friend, like whatever. And so when it pops up, imagine that it's like another person in your life sharing something with you. That's like, this is something that I like, am deeply excited about. Mm. And how would you ideally want to respond to like me, your friend who's telling you this sexy thing? Would you want to be like, you're nasty, bitch. Don't think about that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? No, I'd want them to be like excited. You yeah, know? as opposed
0: to like, oh, thank you for sharing that with me, girl. Like, I hear it. Is you there anything it? I can do for you to like help make this a little like more fun or juicy? Like, cool fantasy. Thanks for sharing. How can uh-huh. I foster that? So kind of like responding it as like a, yeah, like this entity that you are wanting to be loving and compassionate and supportive of to try to find, um, And to be curious about but like to not be so judgmental like Mm -hmm. trying to imagine it as like this distinct part of yourself that's like coming to you because it trusts you and sharing this like deep thing i think
1: i need to start doing that yeah but also like i have a and i don't know if this is just like derailing to a different subject but for example sometimes i really like to fantasize in my relationships about where is the relationship going (laughs) Right. Is it I do fantasy that too. or is it anxiety? I, do, I was going to say, I think it's anxiety, but I do the same thing. What's the difference? I don't know. Okay. And that's, what, and that's what I was saying. I was like, is it fantasy or is it anxiety?
0: But it's always like. Yeah. You know, I'm a really good at fantasizing. I can think of all the terrible things that are going to happen um, down to the <laughs> minute of what are the possibilities of really active fantasy life. A thousand percent.
1: Okay. Maybe. I think you're right here. <laughs> that, but that's what I was going to say. Like when it for me, a lot of the times when I when, you know when I get into a relationship. Yeah, I have a I have a fantasy of them impregnating me. Sure. I have a fantasy of me, you know, having their children. I fantasize about, you know, the whole, you know, what do you want to call it? Picket fence, you know, Four person family. Home, I think a lot like of us nuclear do that. family. Yeah, yeah nuclear okay. family. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I fantasize that a lot because, like, you know, that's the path that we were told. Like, you know, that's where a relationship goes, right? Mm. So now that I find myself in the non monogamous space, and I want to fantasize about like, you know, all the things that I can do with, you know, said partner. For let's use my boyfriend as an example. One of the issues that I'm having right now is that, like, when it comes to like me fantasizing about like where him and I can go, there's just so, there's so many oper- like possibilities, except for like mm-hmm. the normal one yeah, of where it can go. Um, you know, and not to mention like, you know, there's still like, what's limit- the normal one? You know, yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say the normal one, like the nuclear like family, the nuclear family, white picket fence. Up, kids. Yeah, white picket fence. Yeah, exactly. So I can't fantasize it about going the normal route, you know, the societal norm route, and there's so many different possibilities of where, like, the relationship can go. But that, you choose the bad one. That it, my, my <laughs> No my, bad one. Okay, you choose the, the <laughs> one that has, like, the then, least then, desirable there's outcome. Also, like, yeah. There's also limits and stops. And then it's like my mind doesn't know, like, how to fantasize about this relationship. Yeah. So then I end up freaking out and going into, instead of fantasy mode, I go into anxiety mode. Yeah. And then it just, like, kicks me in the ass. Because then it's like, I can't fantasize about, you know... Can I fantasize about, you know, him and I going on, I don't know, a trip or something, you know? Yeah. But then it's like so sometimes like I I want to fantasize about certain things. But then, but then I, you start going to a dark place. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I feel like then my anxiety just takes over and then it's like the fantasy does turn dark. Mm-hmm. And it does. Turn- I relate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was and my second fantasy um, is one that like I feel turns dark for me, you know, I love knife play, but I've always been adamant about how I don't like blood. It's in front of the cord, that's why you can't get it. Okay. <laughs> like I'm having such a problem. I have a fantasy hold that on. your hair will. Yeah, hold on. So, with with um I I I love knife play, but I've always been very adamant about like I don't like um cutting. I don't like blood. Like I don't want it to like ever lead to that. But lately, like I find myself having like the fantasy of like, you know, someone like it, in places it's where it's like a little, little bit safer. Yeah, cool, like, cutting deeper and like. <laughs> try- <laughs> Thank you this for is that. Why I love, I love you. This is why we love you because you're like <laughs> yeah. So like, but, like in my form, yeah, or in like places where it's like a little bit safer to be cut, but like even sometimes the neck where it's look, like the, the blood cool. coming out, and I'm like. I hate blood, so why all of a sudden is am I, like, vampire why campaign? am I turned on by, like, someone, like, kind of, like, actually hurting me and, like, drawing blood with it?
0: But remember, I hear that it's really hard for you to, like, separate fantasy from, like, I need to make this about, like, something that I actually act on in real life.
1: Well, and I think the reason is because, like, okay, think about all the books I used to read. Non-monogamy, very kinky, very, like, um... Well, granted, some of them were like fantasy fiction, but like so much of like what I read inspired what I've actually turned my life into. Yeah, (laughs) Like, for example, my knife play, my knife kink came came from from a book, book. Den of Vipers. We talked about it last time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I made that a reality. So so. how do you decide when you want something to become a reality? That's what I'm trying to figure out. (laughs) I don't
0: know. But it sounds like you could look back to these other times when you were just reading those things and like figuring out,
1: well, how did I know... Them. Most of the time it was just curiosity. I'm like, well, I'm fantasizing about it. It turns me on. Yeah. And so then that's when I was like, I want to try it out. But then it's like with, you know, pregnancy and having a kid. You're like, I don't want to try that out. Yeah. Or like drawing blood <laughs> or cutting. I'm like, I don't want to try that out. So then I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to let this like play out. And it's and it it's just it is very hard for my mind to figure out how to like deal with it. Yeah. And I like literally start to like short circuit. Yeah. I would say like first when I'm fantasizing, first I go to my moral compass. Like, for example, sleeping with my ex's best friend, that's kind of a shitty thing to do. So I'm like, no, I, I, you know, I would do that, but like, I wouldn't do that, you know? So like, I wait, would, which one is it? Your so which your, <laughs> like, I I would, I would. Okay. Without, with zero consequences, you would, but with consequences, you would, not I would just, out of respect, I would just wouldn't, what? okay? Right? So okay. that's a, you know, uh, that's a virtue value, maybe not moral compass. Let's just say, value. no, it's moral compass. Yeah. Um, but then for, for other fantasies, I'm also just hella realistic, yeah. Or, like, I try to be hella realistic. Like, Same. With, like, the pregnancy one. I it, don't exactly. want with my the freedom going. I do not want to have a child anytime soon. Yeah. And and I don't want to if, birth anything. Even if I did, it probably wouldn't be for another, like, five to seven years before I would think about that. So, for me, like, I always go to, like, my first, like, is, you know, is this in, infringing on a value? And then after that, it's like, is this realistic? And so, yeah. But I feel like for yours, you know, like the aliens and the vampires and the ghosts. Yeah, like there's sadly, lots I can do
0: with that in yeah.
1: role play stuff. And like, but sadly, maybe
0: they're out there and
1: and now they'll hear this and come to <laughs> me. In a sense, they're gonna be like, "There's this girl I on this listen. podcast." I just want to know what what is your ghost fantasy? Yeah, what's the like, ghost fantasy? Like, an, like air over your pussy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Just blow on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This ASMR. well okay before we do that because then I know that I I know we have to wrap up like I just want to say like I don't know if I have the exact answer for what you're saying but I Mm -hmm. think it's hard for a lot of people to figure out like what are the ones I want to act on and Mm -hmm. what are the ones that can just stay there yeah and I think that's something that it can be helpful to like continue to process with a sex therapist or with your you know friends you can talk to about it of like Hmm, well, let's just go down that road a little bit. Like what would the consequences be? Like how feasible, how realistic. Um, yeah. and then after the logic part, I do think that's where sometimes the somatic work comes in to actually like feel into your body. Like what does your body want? And then I don't know. I think there's a lot of layers. I don't have like an exact answer for it.
1: Cause I, I is people are always fantasizing about fucking other people. You know, it's like, how do they process that? Well, look, we fantasize about things all the time. Like if someone cuts me off in traffic, I'm like, I
0: wish I could fucking throw something at their car or like an ex who I wish I could like ruin their entire life. You know, there's a lot of fantasies that I have that I don't act on for a variety of reasons, like the moral compass or whatever, realistic, like harm to people. Um, And so I, I think that's not an easy one. And how cool that for even while you don't know for certain for now you have a cool outlet to get to fantasize about the bloody knife play Mm -hmm. and you don't have to do anything about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question. Could we do a, um, therapy session where we lean into it a coaching no no okay can we do a coaching session where we lean into it
0: yeah we could definitely do more of this in another container for sure
1: okay because i would i would really love because i am i'm tired of my my brain short-circuiting and i'm trying to like lean into a little bit more um but yeah before we wrap i just give us one quick little ghost Example, because I am oh, curious. Oh yeah, really curious. I, the vampires and the aliens. I see. I get. I get it because I have about, that too. But uh-huh. I, the ghost, I don't. I have fantasized about. So I want to hear the ghost. Ah, that I think again a similar
0: one where it's like somehow they broke through the veil to get to me. You know. But uh, what do they do? To you?
1: But are they? <laughs> are, what <laughs> do they look like? What, what do, do they look do? like? Are they in physical form? Is it like a Casper situation? Okay, so <laughs> this sounds. I honestly, did you guys ever watch Scary Movie two or Scary Movie three? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, this is the one where they go to the mansion. And do you remember that one of the girls gets fucked by a ghost all around the room?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wait, Wait, that's a fantasy? I'm
0: pretty sure because when that came out, I was younger and I feel like I was just like developing more sexually. Yeah. And I masturbated to that scene (laughs) quite a few times. I love that. And I think I just like made a connection there where I was like, yes, But do you see how shit like. So I don't see them, but I feel them.
1: Okay, so that's how. So you you don't have any sort of like aesthetic or physical. No, but I feel them. It's just a them. feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so are you, you were, in, like you're in your bed at night and all of a sudden you start feeling something? Like is that how? How does it start? I'm really sorry. I really want to know. So I've
0: actually had two ghost-like experiences, and one could say that they were dreams, but okay, maybe they weren't.
1: Um, sleep paralysis um, is another one yes. <laughs> yeah, or there's something else well some people argue
0: that that's spirit i don't know um but one sleep okay. one was a sex dream with a ghost but it was like a um what are those dreams where you feel like you're kind of awake yeah, yeah yeah um okay sleep paralysis i've had that no not it wasn't lucid sleep, a lucid, dream. lucid dreaming okay, so i okay. felt like i was like half asleep half awake and i had some like really great sex with this like entity but it felt pretty
1: real but you couldn't see it oh no fuck, i couldn't yeah. so see maybe it. it actually what it maybe like i was happening actually in like did like another dimension yeah they're like
0: listening to me now being like bitch why aren't you recognizing <laughs> the grade six we <laughs> have? Yeah, ever, yeah, ever? I <laughs> like had I a a a moment, moment. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, like it some was a dream. archangel up
1: there like what the fuck <laughs> this bitch did not remember <laughs> and another time it was not
0: sexual and i was about to go to sleep but i wasn't asleep yet and i was staying at a friend's house and it was dark so I, I my eyes weren't open and someone came in and pulled the blanket on top of me cuz it was like a little far down and was like are you okay and like tucked me in and i was like oh, i'm i'm sleeping like thank you mm-hmm. um and then the next day i said to my friend i was like oh that was nice of you to like come check on me last night in the bed and she was like what are you talking about Ugh. That ghost did not try to fuck, though. I think that was just a. <laughs> yeah, I think that ghost was just like, like we're just let's just do first thing after day and like, <laughs> it was we'll after try. care. It was no, after I was care. Just, grab tomorrow. <laughs> totally, this was just a mommy ghost. It was like very, you know, very caregiving. Mommy. Um, but yeah, I so I think yeah, it wouldn't be visible, but I could feel it. You want to feel and it? And there right? would be like this like deep connection, and then it would also be this like understanding. I think there's also like a fantasy eroticism around like knowing the secrets of the universe. Oh, yeah. Right? So I'm like, now I know spirits exist and spirits they're are- fucking me. I like
1: that. I can get I with really that. like that actually. <laughs> yeah. I might try that one out. What do you mean? Like, you want? Like, Venus about it. Oh, okay. I was That's like, it. next time I master it. I don't know. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ghost Calvin. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he ever did was ghost me. <laughs>
0: Um, shh. all <laughs> yeah, right but now that you have a baby maybe it will come around it's a ghost baby
1: <laughs> oh god <laughs> I, I, yeah anyways well thanks Glory. for listening you no know, actually well, I, no i had him what was i gonna say oh i was gonna say when it comes to like the the vampire i always uh like the thought of like a, a vampire biting my titty really nice. i want them to bite my clit Ugh. No, <laughs> off. Yeah, like no. That, that canine is going straight. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like you know where, like the lips are, like right next to the clit, like where they kind of like go around the clit. The oh lips? god! But so you want to like, at, like, like can right there without
0: the this, this. what? Look at me. I'm shaming.
1: I'm not shaming. I'm just worried about your clit. (laughs) No, my clit. I'm I'm concerned. My clit is fine. I'm just saying like I would want them. I I actually used to um, hook up with a guy and I remember one time he was going down on me and he like looked up at me and I looked down at him and I was like, bite it. And he like kind of like tugged on it with his teeth and then kind of like very gingerly, not too hard, kind of clamped down on it. You have you ever me. bit a dick? I love biting a dick. Fucking sent me. I'm going to try it. that. We'll
0: ask first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to try like that. While I'm down here. <laughs> no, people who have asked me to bite their dick, I'm like, I'm biting a dick. <laughs> this is cool. No, but like I he, the way he It's bit. hard to not want to bite right through it, though, to be honest. Really? Well, you know, sometimes... I, like, I don't know. Do you ever just get this urge to bite something really hard? Yeah. I see, I, I
1: go for the shoulder. I go for the shoulder too.
0: Yeah, that's usually what well, I go so for. So I'm like exercising my, you know, fantasy control and biting the dick. And I'm like, don't bite too hard, Nicoletta.
1: Okay, so. so no one's going to let me bite their dick anymore after listening to this. I have a whole folder. Because they um, could be the one that I just don't control myself to anymore. Wait, have you seen that movie? Uh, teeth? Shit. No, is it Teeth? Eat? What? No, I got to send of teeth. Is the one about no, teeth no, 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 in no. your vagina? No, yeah, the one yeah. where the the guy um, cooks uh, like or sells the meat of women, and then um, it was on Hulu. Hot. And then the one of the girls bit his dick off. Um, anyways, you should watch it. You might like that. But <laughs> is that a serial killer movie? No, it's not. Wow, shit. What was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say I have a whole folder of uh, pictures of the bruises that Calvin has left when he's bit me. 'Cause I love being bit and so yeah. and he knew that. And that was like the oh. one thing that he really obliged.
0: And then we then then we had a wrap. But like the last thing I would say about the fantasy thing is like also you don't have to go from like zero to pregnant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Uh-huh. Do you want more pleasure in your life? This episode is sponsored by our friends at Back to the Body. Are you curious about arousal, struggling with your sexual self image or genital self-esteem? Are you looking for a sisterhood where you can talk about all this? If you are ready to prioritize your sexual wellness, check out Back to the Body. Our sponsor, Back to the Body, is a sexual wellness retreat for women. Back to the Body hosts immersive week-long retreats that transport women to nurturing, non-judgmental environments. The new Back to the Body sexual wellness quiz for women is a chance to learn what your unique obstacles are to sexual wellness, like what do you want, what's holding you back, and how you can overcome those barriers. You will leave knowing the next best steps and what services are out there to support you. Learn what your unique obstacles are to sexual wellness today by taking Back to the Body's sexual wellness quiz for women. Visit backtothebody.org to take the quiz. Unlock your radical path to holistic wellness. That's Back to the Body, B-A-C-K-T-O. T H E B O D Y, back to and you can take the free sexual wellness quiz for women now. The link is in the episode's description, plus there's a special discount code there for their retreats. Now to the episode. And so my meaning about that is like, are there other areas of your life where you can do lean into the fantasy a little more or whatever it is, like do a little more of the role play with somebody? Mm -hmm. So it's not like you have to be like either this is never going to happen or I actually want to be pregnant. (laughs) Like, I think there's a lot of play you can do in there to like have more.
1: And I think I need to give myself the space to like find that without yeah, shame the permission. I, I think really what it has come down to is I keep fighting it so much that like my body keeps wanting to like have the outlet yeah. or like my maybe my mind whatever. So some part of me wants to like continue going with it and like see it through but like I keep fighting it so like I I really am trying to give myself more space to just like
0: But go you know what it. you already did today by like asking and talking about it. So I hope this
1: This has helped a, a little, lot to a be honest. I've put some things to get was that a ghost? <laughs> it is! You. Oh my god, I'm sure it is! Okay, anyways. What the Thank fuck? You nice? I saw something earlier. They're coming for you. He's okay. back.
0: <laughs> he's going to come tonight to your back. You know I have attachment anxiety. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> he heard. <laughs> I'll see she- you later. <laughs>
1: um, I'll bite your dick. I'm so glad <laughs> we <laughs> Right off. <laughs> but it's a ghost dick. You can bite off a ghost dick. That's why he's here. He hurt you. Oh my god. This has been one of my favorite episodes ever, I think.
0: <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. thank you. And well let's let's all plug each other well
0: we're just so happy to be part of the pleasure podcast network all together so many amazing folks on there um but i'm uh, at sluts and scholars uh, on instagram on twitter at Slut scholars or you can listen anywhere you get your podcast at Slutsandscholars.com or yeah leave a leave a review a nice one for all of us a five yeah, star. Five star. and check out those advertiser discounts
1: for yeah. all of us yeah absolutely use our promo codes um, you can find all of relevant links on double teamed podcast.com and then also on any listening platform that of your choosing and YouTube. Um, and then yeah, at Double Podcast or at KV and Nikki on IG and at Double Podcast on TikTok. There's <laughs> a lot. Wear condoms and don't bite off dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck ghosts.
0: <laughs> fuck ghosts. <laughs> and if you're an alien. Hit me up. Slide <laughs> okay,
1: into my DMs, dude. I was watching a TikTok the other day about um, aliens coming in like 2024, 2025. Oh, Go, yeah. yeah. So, just saying, they're coming. They are coming, <laughs> and and I think we should fuck them, even if they have like dicks that look like tra- no oh, God, forks. No. Oh, I'll let y'all do that. How was that? It's yeah. like the Sluts and scholars. <laughs>
0: Sluts and Scholars is a podcast produced by Sluts and Scholars Media, LLC. It is a shame-free educational podcast made for your entertainment and informational desires only. The podcast, any opinions we share, and any resources, including social media and emails from us, are not therapy, medical care, or professional advice, and do not create a patient-client relationship. None of the information, opinions, suggestions, resources, or exercises mentioned in this podcast should be used without clearance from your healthcare provider. All opinions, information, and ideas expressed by the guests are solely their own. If you need emergency mental health or medical help, please call 911 or 988 or go to your nearest emergency center. We hope you enjoy the show.